Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse Video Game News and Reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. This is episode 80. I'm Alex. Um, and we're just we're just going to gloss over that, right? It's episode 80. It's a big fucking deal. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay Dimes. God willing, by episode 100, we can be in the same room together. God willing, man. <laughs> That'd be nice. Many weeks. That'd be nice. Weeks. Um, but it is episode know, eighty, man. guys. I don't uh, know, man. Can you believe this? It's been it's been what almost five months. We've been locked up like this in the house. It's brutal. Away yeah. from each other. It could be Christmas before this is over, if people don't get they 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 stuff together. It is brutal. Yep. Um. Well, it is good to talk to you guys, nonetheless. This is how it's we're staying. It is. This is how we're staying in touch. This is just how it is. Although and, Diddy's uh, shirt from right here just says "Kill all humans," and I don't know how I feel about that. Bender, Bender, twenty twenty. Yeah, hey, kill all humans. That it just ends there. Full stop. That's right. You meet bags had your chance. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I want to watch uh, Futurama. So, uh, so today we have uh, some fun video game news to bring you. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Microsoft did a thing, and Master Chief approves. What exactly is Nintendo's Endgame? The uh, the incredible color changing PS5. You're going to get more bang for your buck and a stealthy Bigfoot on this edition of Joystick and Mouse. And we're not going to talk about stealthy Bigfoot because we talked about that last time. It's going to be a stealthy. Uh, did we? Uh, samurai. Did yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That was uh, no. that was an old note. We talked about secret bad uh, show notes. Bad yeah, show notes. Bad show notes. Either way, though, we we're going to talk about Ghost of Tsushima a little bit later. A stealthy samurai, and uh, all this and more on Joystick and Mouse. Uh, now, uh, Diddy, explain to me why you're trying to replace all your fans. What's going on, dude? Because I spent all this money on this PC and the. Damn, RGB just doesn't work. Thermal, the thermal take control, it's just shit. It just sucks. So um, I'm out. But uh, I'm out. So uh, just out, out of how much money? A couple hundred bucks. Okay. Jeez, dude, what a I, pain. I. I uh, but then I also found uh, they came out with a distribution plate. The oh, okay. Water cooling too. So, all right. I'm gonna do it all at once, tear it all apart, put the distro plate in, rerun the tubes, change all the fans out. Okay. Well, no you know, controller works. Keep tinkering, dude. That's what you like to do. That's why you have that thing. Did he's expensive? Uh, I, stressful. I like to tinker. Endeavor. I don't like to tinker this much. I, it, too much. It would be nice if it just ran. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a pain. Um, I got, I got nano leaf panels to, to tinker with now. It was Diddy's birthday the other day. Let's give him a quick round of applause, everybody. I showed, uh, I showed some of my little, my younger cousins, um, your nano leaves. They're the ones that had the, the triangle ones that I showed yep. y'all a long, long, long time ago, yep. and um, I was showing them your new things because I was, we were at their house on. Um, Saturday. Nice. Vanessa was helping out with the children. And uh, yeah. The, they're pretty cool. And there's one right there. So when are you going to set them up? And how are you going to set them up? Is it going to be like, um, are you going to have like a, a phallic shrine? Or are you going to put it in some kind of like a cool spaceship <laughs> model? Uh, just a random pattern. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just a random pattern. But it's going to wrap around the corner. Um, okay. Up above the computer. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Side. Yeah, neat. So, um, but I had to order. It didn't come with any flexible connectors. So to go around the corner, I had to. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. So you have to buy a, a, a first party additional cable to make this work. Yes. They only See, they that's that bullshit. Yeah, I agree. They should have had at least one or two. Look, in the box. They, you know what? One. You know what they I equate this to, J Dimes? What's that? Paying for Verizon to up your internet. Yeah, that's up there. Ability to. Uh... I didn't, so I don't know what to tell you. Oh, you didn't? Oh no, that's <laughs> right, you didn't. I was trying to make a jab at Don because you did. So did they fix all the drywall and stuff? 
stuff. So so for context, Jadimes yeah, ended up if, if, you've, if you've listened to this show for the past 80 episodes, you know that a recurring theme has been everybody like these two guys have been giving me a hard time because I paid them to upgrade my internet to be able to handle gigabit up and down. I've never given you a hard time about that. Yeah, but you disagreed on pay. I wouldn't do it. I yeah. didn't think they should. So so and I didn't. I keep saying just do it. It, how much was it that I spent? Like a hundred bucks, maybe. Like hundred fifty bucks for the install. Hundred fifty dollars yeah. for them to upgrade it. So I and I get a gig up and down, man, and it's legit. So well, like, yeah, except it's also oh, I, okay. So so I'm grandfathered into a plan that is freaking dirty. <laughs> they say I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> oh, go ahead. So I'm grandfathered into this plan that is dirt cheap. For my seventy-five up and down, so whatever. Hey, and if it works, it, it works. costs. It would cost me like almost sixty bucks a month more for internet to go to gigabit. Really? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So I just did my speed test, and I got seven fifty down and six thirty up. It's pretty good, man. I mean, yeah. I, I what I need to test is so right now I have. The router is over by the TV, and I have the Xbox and my Apple TV plugged into the router. And then I have a line running to the other side of the room into a switch so that my, um, my video server and my uh, Hue, which is a thing that irks me a lot, that the Hue, those Hue hubs mm -hmm. don't use Wi-Fi. That they have to be hardwired. I think. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Oh, agreed, 100%. Um, and the um, and the box for my security cams are all on the other side, mm. and so I've got all that running into a switch. And I don't know if running the internet from the switch to my my desktop versus directly from the router is actually making a noticeable difference in speed. I mean, 750 over 630s it's whatever it shouldn't uh, it shouldn't it be shouldn't. that big like i have this one going a bit of a ways from the original i still get 900 up and down yeah okay. so i mean yeah. it's just something you'll have to play with either way though that's a lot more than what you were getting yeah. so i think it's a good start. oh for sure it's for it's sure. my uh yeah. oh, although i will say mine's supposed to be 75 75 i routinely get 91 or 92 yeah well you know why that is I don't lay it on me. Is the is the cutoff for the old hardware? Right. Yeah. So they probably just don't even care. They're just like, ah, oh, if, if hundred below, that's what you get. Right. This. So, um, he to answer your original question, they uh they didn't really mess up the drywall. So my box is outside. He just ran. Um, they had to do something in the box and then ran ran a cable through the same place where the old cable was going. He just replaced that cable. Sure. And then he ran the coax to the wall, spliced it into a to a jack, and then, like, you know, he cut a little bit bigger of a hole. Sure. So that the, um, the like, the the little junction box would fit. Yeah. Man, that he, was it. Yeah, that's painless. You see, Don, this is I all like we have to do. We're going to start I a Kickstarter for for Don, <laughs> a whole $150. Um I, I thought I had saw where he cut uh, drywall. This is where this he, is where we're going to He gonna... did on on the back side of that wall. He well, I guess it was the front side too, but he I mean, he took what was a very messy like just kind of like circle that they somebody had cut at some point to push a singular coaxial cable through. He widened it to probably maybe an inch and a half by inch and a half square, mm. just so the the box could, okay. would would sit flush. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was it. And he and he actually neatened everything up because he stapled the uh the the coaxial cable 
along the drywall where it was running until it kind of went behind the water. Oh, so he, he was a responsible cable Yeah, he installer. was a responsible technician. I was, I Good was for very thankful. Good. That's that not fun. always the case. Verizon has one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so first, uh, I want to actually give a shout out to Record Breakers podcast. I was on their show, God, like three or four years ago. And uh, I get a message from Petey Rave, one of the hosts on that show. And he said, hey, this is a weird question. What's your shirt size? And I was like, I don't know, Petey. What do you want to know, dog? And and so um, I said you a present. I actually I, I just answered because it's Petey and who cares? And uh, but he gifted me this and a bunch of stickers and uh, shout out to those guys. Check out the Record Breakers podcast over at rebelli.net uh, i'm just gonna make sure i said that right rebelli.net i'm pretty sure um and they they have a really fun show where they talk about different different albums that they listen to and what it kind of meant to them i brought nathaniel rateliff and the night sweats to that conversation what Never a great band you got to listen to them they were awesome we talked about it rebelli yeah a r r a b e l l y dot n-e-t and that's his podcast network, and it's a lot of fun. Um, so, so kudos to those guys. Thanks for the gift. Uh, also, I, I, wa- I want to give a, a huge, major, major, huge shout out to the Filthy Casuals because what happened, Don? Yeah, we did a thing. <laughs> that that's the sound of Nazoth's head getting crushed <laughs> under our blades uh, because we downed heroic Nazoth. Everybody, how about that? Uh, yay. Am I the only one who gives a shit around here? This is a big deal. We ended up crushing this heroic content in record time for being a once a week raid uh, team. This was awesome. So kudos to the team. Uh, thanks to everybody who stops by on Twitch to watch us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, it is so much fun. Yeah, even, even my other raid team that raids two nights a week hasn't killed Roy Nizan. Matter of fact, they haven't killed Roy Carapace either. It's tough, dude. It's it's, it's the, legit uh, hard content. It's, it's a really big hard. achievement. It's it's a big achievement for Filth Casuals. Yep. Well done. Yep. And if you'd like to watch here, I'll put the, the link in chat. Yeah. Um you can make sure to get that. So um so so that's that. I also want to talk about COVID because I actually went in for a COVID test. Uh oh. Um it's been a while. It's uh, I went in for it last week because I was feeling a little funny. Like I ended up having like like just like an itchiness uh, in the back of my throat. I was feeling super tired, um, and like I was also having headaches and uh, and some stomach issues. And I was like, you know what? This uh, I heard I that that's an issue. Feet. Yeah, I might have had the, the COVID. I had a room. So you know, just because Deanna's pregnant and we have a three-year-old in the house, uh, and we have um, you know both of our moms coming to watch her, I was like, gonna I'm gonna go do the test. That test see, but you know, here's sucks. the truth of that, right? Yeah. If if you had had it, it was too late for them. No, agreed. No, agreed. One hundred percent. I hear you, but but you know, it's like. It's more of a peace of mind thing, right? Like, and, and it turns out that I was negative. I'm good. It's fine. Um, I didn't do one of the quick tests either. I did like you, a, you did the you got what Vanessa got the the thing up the nose. Oh, it sucks. It, it felt like I came home and I jokingly told Deanna, I was like, it's like giving birth through your sinuses, um, and she appreciated that. I'm sure. So um, it, it it really felt like your face was exploding on one side. It was weird. It was like it was a lot of pressure. Uh, so, uh, my sister has a family friend whose daughter has it or had it. And her joke was that she didn't have it until they stuck that Q-tip up her nose. (laughs) (laughs) That's how far they stuck that Q-tip up. I mean, I felt it on the back of my head, man. It sucked. Anyway. Uh, so, so enough of that chitter chatter. We got, we got news to talk about gentlemen. Um, and, uh, for folks in the chat, uh, I welcome you to, to chime in, uh, as well. And we do this live every Monday at, uh, at 8 PM or well, yeah, it's every Monday at 8 PM Eastern. We're actually doing this on a Tuesday because, uh, work schedules and stuff. So, um, with that said, let's jump right into the news. It's time for the news. 
Go ahead, Tim. Microsoft held an event last Thursday to show off new titles for its upcoming Xbox Series X console. That's a lot of X's in that sentence. It's the latest large event Microsoft's held around its Xbox Series X this year, following earlier showcases to reveal the console's design and to show off new games made by its partners. So, um, Tim, I, wa- I want to hear your thoughts on, on what you've thought of this whole thing. So, I'm going to say, I... I thought what we saw looked great. Like, graphically, I thought it everything looked great. Um, there were some games that I'm, like, really excited for. I'm excited for Crossfire. I am excited for Tell Me Why. And I am excited for Medium. And there was another game, and I can't find it on this Verge page of trailers... So I'm going to have to go back and look at the uh, the YouTube video to see if I can find the name of this game. The Gunk? Uh, no, it wasn't The Gunk. Psychonauts? Oh, and, and let me tell you, Forza looks great. I mean, Forza always, always. looks great. Yeah. But, like, I'm not even so ex- – like, I'm excited for Forza. Like, it's great. But, like, y'all know me. Racing games really is a, my cup of tea. I'm, I hate driving. But I am a Forza Horizon fan. And I think maybe the one misstep was that Forza Horizon, like the game that I feel is like accessible to everyone who plays, wasn't like the game that like the launch game, like the game that they're pushing. Like, I think Forza has a very niche audience because of how hard it is to play Forza and to play it well. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see Forza Horizon in that spot. But, yeah. Yeah, I think it that is gorgeous. Though. Yeah, it is. Oh, I mean, it look, it looks it always, great. and it always looks really, really good. It always pushes the graphics where where I'm like, I don't know, can it get better? Yeah, I got or is it maybe like the one place where like Microsoft can really thumb their nose at PlayStation because everybody used to care about Gran Turismo, and I don't think there's a better racing simulator than Forza. Like I. Maybe I, I'm like you. I don't give a shit about racing games unless it's Mario Kart. So, um, have you ever played Horizon? Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, no, no, like Forza. Oh, Horizon. Forza Horizon. Uh, no, you should. Everybody says that. Uh, yeah, it, like I saw like, Dunaway playing it, and like as a as a, as a person who is not a fan of racing games, Forza Horizon does so many other things right. Mm-hmm to make you forget that you're playing a racing game and it's not like you're just like out on a out on a drive in a in a fast and beautiful car right well diddy what were your thoughts on this on this um lots of good stuff i thought the presentation was just a little i thought the presentation itself was meh but the games look great i'm i was I did not know there was a new Fable coming. And that I'm, was exciting, wasn't it? I'm all in on Fable. I love that game. I thought it was, that that whole universe is fantastic. I wonder how Melissa and Jamie feel about a new a new Fable. I remember oh, they Melissa really into that. I think Melissa was a big Fable fan. Oh, okay. I'll have to ask them. They're they're about to have another baby. I know. Another girl. Right. Um, uh, obviously, uh, looking forward to Halo Infinite. Um, more more halo more stuff to kill i know people are giving it crap about the graphics but uh, i mean did the graphics look bad i didn't so think no so. but it, no I, I so first of all the graphics in halo wh- where everybody's giving it a really hard time is that you saw like clouds generating out of nowhere things like little things that are like it shouldn't be an issue with this new this new generation like uh, yeah. they, they were expecting to see something a little bit more polished. Granted, it's alpha in uh, playing on a PC. By the way, it's not yeah, even being they played. Wasn't even playing on an Xbox. It was right. playing on a PC. So, with that in mind, there was that. To me, I thought it looked like the same good old Halo, the same, um, the same graphics. I thought uh, I didn't think that the graphics were overhauled in any sort of way. 
I don't think that's a bad thing. I always thought no. Halo had a certain aesthetic that was that was really cool, and and I think that they carry that through. Um, but you know, one quick shout out to Halo. I love how they're adding additional pieces of mobility with that grappling hook. I think that yeah. looks really rad. Yeah. I also really appreciate um, some of the environmental effects that they're bringing into the game now. So you're seeing exploding barrels, um, like like buildings kind of taking damage um different ways to interact with your environment that i think are uh it, it makes it a more engaging experience I, i'm excited for it my my overall impression of the of the show though was nothing blew me away but it had me very interested in a couple of very specific things and you know jdimes like you know you talked about medium um that was high up on the list for me. Um, if you guys haven't seen Medium yet, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that this is in the this is in the uh, show notes. Certainly, um, that I just put it in the chat for for the chat room. But you know, it's basically you're playing in two different realities at the same time, um, and, and you're playing as this, as this woman who can kind of experience things that are happening in this alternate dimension that may be affecting the real world looks super spooky right up my alley man i thought that that was just incredible um another big one that i loved um so gunk was pretty cool super interested in psychonauts too because it's you know it's double fine they're great uh but the uh the big one is tell me why uh the, the from the folks that kind of made the you know they made that life is strange game one of the most beautiful stories ever told i think in in a video game um tell me and, why it intrigued me it looked really good yeah i i think that they're they're doing their thing again right like so don't not is coming out with another game and the first chapter is coming out in august august 27th so th this really has me interested and this kind of culminates back to what we talk about a lot on this show um stories like really strong stories are a big reason why we like to play video games um, the three of us, I enjoy my good old multiplayer games every once in a while, but really kind of what drags me in are, are stories. So I saw a couple of instances here where uh, I found stories that I really gravitated towards and I want to learn, I genuinely want to learn more about. And then there were fun little things like Ori and Will of the Wisps where that's coming to um, Xbox Series X with full um, 60 FPS, 120 FPS actually. Was 120 or, or 60 I can't remember, but basically, like they did a little side by side comparison. The uh, the fluidity, man, is beautiful. Um, so uh, that's going to be cool. But nothing like blew my mind. Uh, I, I guess outside of a couple of those mentions, Fable. Yeah, that's cool, but that's Fable. not going to come for a while. It didn't blow my mind. I, I, I like Fable, but I'm not a like a rabid uh, fanboy of, of Fable, if you will. So. I was I was glad to see that we're getting more um, Outer Worlds. Like yeah, that that I need, I still need like to go I back. There were a lot of good things, but like you said, nothing that really. Oh, can't wait for that. Um, have any of you played State of Decay? Any of them? It's, it's I have. Yeah, I've it's funny you say that. I played. Um, I was playing but State of Decay. Like permanent death. Yeah, I was playing State of Decay last week. Um, State of Decay two. Because it's on Game Pass, and in fact, this presentation made me interested in trying it, and uh, I dig it. I think it's cool. I don't know if it's something I'm gonna really play a whole lot of. I don't um, remember seeing the trailer for State of Decay it, during it the Xbox was, thing. Yeah, it was, oh yeah, it was a zombie deer. Remember? I must have. So I didn't watch the four-hour one. I watched the Xbox presentation oh. of like forty-seven minutes. Yeah, that's all you was, needed. No, but it was supposed to be all of the games, and I don't remember seeing it's got anything the, for the game. Chick yeah, that was, yells at the the wolf in the background, like she screams. If, if if you're watching live on Twitch, it's this one. Um, and yeah, there's like a deer eating a, a wolf or something, and it's strange. Yeah. Definitely eerie. I mean, it was it's cool. I I, I dig cool, the concept right? of State of Decay, but she got a crossbow out um, there. Yeah, I mean the zombie post-apocalyptic mm -hmm. world you know but 
I've never played any of them. I just was curious. I, it looked cool and interesting, and, and killing zombies is always fun. Fast-forwarding ahead to the zombie um, deer eating a wolf. Weird, man. Ew. Gross. God, it's gross. Um, so anyway, that's th- those were some of the highlights for us. Obviously, there were a bunch of other um, uh, announcements, and you can go watch the entire presentation for yourself, but that's kind of what stuck out for me. Everwild looks beautiful a- as it did originally when we when we talked about it and when it was announced. Still don't completely understand what it's about, um, but I dig the vibe that it's sending. Um, tell me why it was awesome. The Outer Worlds expansion, Grounded. Oh, we more. got a lot more about Grounded. And yeah. that actually, when I first announced it, I was like, meh. But when oh, I, I saw yeah. the new trailer, I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Well, and that same I, that same developer is creating um, Avowed, a brand new RPG, something that, you know, Obsidian Entertainment, They're that's what they're really known for, right? And uh, we saw a lot coming from Obsidian, especially around, uh, you know, the that expansion coming for Outer Worlds. Um, but Avowed looks pretty cool. I think it looks like a contender to, um, against something like an Elder Scrolls. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, that'll be pretty cool. The Gunk, some kind of a Steam World 2D aesthetic uh, thing where you're cleaning up worlds, the, the gunk around these worlds, and I don't know much else about it, but it, aesthetically yeah, it looks kind of cool. It's like, man, okay. Not really mind-blowing. And then you have Fantasy Star Online 2. People are really into that. And then, of course, they- Halo, so... The game that I was the other game I couldn't find the name for, as Dusk Falls, mm-hmm. which kind of looks like t- Telltale ish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's stuff to look forward to. I, I think that just a um, from an overall hype perspective, I find myself um, more excited for what PlayStation is bringing to the table from games. But here's what I'm going to say, and I've always said this, Xbox and Microsoft, they have the platform for it, um, and the most value that you'll get from gaming right now is with Microsoft, in my opinion, because every single one of those games that we talked about, and they talked about this during the presentation, every single one of those are available on Game Pass day one. $15 a month. $15 a month, and you get all that value. So the best platform is absolutely microsoft but what what they're what they're lacking from an exclusives perspective um and and some of the single player experiences that i've really been enjoying with sony lately uh because sony's been killing it lately also Uh, hellblade i mean hellblade is coming to pc too yeah yeah the only console you can play it on is xbox xbox right so and that wasn't true of the last one the last one was on all the platforms wasn't it um, I, I, you know, I know it was on PC for sure. I don't know if it was on yeah. PlayStation, but, uh, yeah. So, so we'll see, uh, moving on to the next, uh, topic here. Um, Nintendo has so far, um, been killing it in 2020. That's the switch is selling at a record breaking pace. Animal crossing new horizon went mainstream in a way that, uh, that very few games ever manage. And it's, you know, time coinciding with the pandemic really helps, of course. And in general, this is the year the Switch solidified itself as a lifestyle gadget in the mainstream, on par with the Kindle and an iPad, which is crazy, uh, with a mainstream appeal that goes beyond just that of a gaming console. The thing is, all of this has happened without any actual action from Nintendo. So th- that's this brings up a really interesting kind of conversation Um you know, I think that we're seeing gaming as a much more, I mean, not that gaming wasn't a mainstream thing, but to see it as, you know, up there with lifestyle accessories, like an iPad, which is really used in a variety of, of ways across your life. Like the Switch, um, just its portability, um, the type of games that it brings to the table too, and, and what those games do for people on a personal and a psychological level, I think are really interesting. Um, what do you guys think about this, this thought that it's, it's up there in that category with things like an iPad and a Kindle? I found this article fascinating, um, <laughs> that it, I hadn't actually thought about it. And, and I think 
So, are, yeah, Sony, Jesus. Sony hasn't done anything either. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo really hasn't done any promotion of the Switch per se. I mean, they haven't really pushed it. They haven't, uh, they're just dropping crap on us when it comes out. There's no hype to it. There's no, you know, hey, here here it's coming. This is what's coming this year. We actually have no idea what's coming out the rest of this year from Nintendo. None. No idea. As a matter of fact, this week, the uh, update for Animal Crossing is, is dropping. I had no idea until yesterday. Yeah. Nobody had any idea until uh-huh. yesterday that this was coming. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting... I mean, we're getting close to the end of the year. We're at the second half. Um, People are delaying things because of COVID. Um, But but yeah, that's an interesting perspective that we don't have a whole lot more outlook on things that are happening. But... I I will say this. I... When this... When the Switch first came out, I thought that the portability of it was just a gimmick. I thought that was, I didn't think that it would make a big deal. I now have a Switch dock on every TV in the house. That's expensive. And on my computer. Actually, uh, the Rocket, Rocketfish. Oh, the Best Buy uh, one? Yeah, Rocketfish makes a pretty inexpensive one, so I mm. bought a couple of those. Um, yeah, I have one of those somewhere. And actually, the main one is here on my computer, so... Um, I've actually found that quite useful to move it around the house, to be able to take it downstairs. I'll go into this more next week. Um, I bought a Ring Fit. Oh, who? The the Ring Fit adventure for the Switch. Oh, 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 oh cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think I'll about get it? In, I'll, I'll get into it more next week, but so far, so good. I'm, I'm working up a sweat. Enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, nice. That it's, so it's like amazed. an exercise thing. Yeah, I was amazed. But listen, I, here's the one thing I will say. And but it's nice I, to carry my switch. Take my switch. Take it downstairs. Fire up Ring Fit. And they got that right with Wii Sports and Wii Fit on the original Wii. And it's something that no other console has managed to get right xbox tried it they got really close with that uh what what was it the nike they had like the nike Mm -hmm. nike game that worked with the connect yeah but the connect thing was the connect part of it was probably the the part that worked the least it was just it was that was a problem and it was a little it was a little 2p90 i think for a casual person Whereas, like, Possibly, Nintendo yeah. finds a way to make it fun. It, yeah, and that's just it. They make Listen, it fun. I might buy a Ring Fit tonight just because you... you... Yeah. I, I've always been very interested in, in how that works. So I'm very curious to, see, to hear. It sounds like you're going to review it next week. So yeah, well, I wish there was a thing where, like, next, you, could, next week. you could buy it and return it, like, if you didn't like it. Like, I'm going to be stuck with this game if I don't like it. But, uh, Jesus, that thing is expensive. How much? Um, a hundred and thirty-six dollars. No, 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 no. The ring fit? No, it's only like eighty bucks. Uh, but with a game, must be, or... it must be sold out on Amazon, and that's why. Oh, I'm, probably, probably. It's probably third person. I got, I uh, put on an alert in Best Buy. I got it at Best Buy when it okay. came back in stock. Um, yeah, yeah I think. The, the the switch like, is an interesting topic because really like it's said it's become sort of an ecosystem. It's, it's in the transcended. House now. Um, I wouldn't say it's so where I kind of I, I don't think that it necessarily solves the problems that an iPad solved to the to the consumer base when that came out, but I think that it's a timely launch of certain titles like animal crossing which has made it way more relevant to certain people and 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 actually not even relevant helpful to certain people because animal crossing has been just taking that as an example has been a really useful like escape 
for a lot of people who deal with anxiety and depression and other things where they could really focus their energy on something like that and, and, and how you could just sink so many hours in that. Um, you can, but I think, I think it's really um, become a, quite a social and that, avenue and also that. for people because I mean, even us, we, you know, we're, I'm checking, you know, a couple of different places or see who has the best turnip prices on Friday and Saturday, you know, we're, uh, exchanging fossils for people, you know, some people. I almost forgot what you were talking about. And you started talking about turnip prices. I was like, hold on. How do we get to groceries? Turnips? Yeah, bro. Don't you? Yeah. Where have you been? Market. Listen, you know, I don't do the that. Stalk market. Stock market. Stock <laughs> market. S-T-A-L-K. That's awesome. The stock market. Aren't y'all funny? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's become, it's become quite the social little uh, social yeah. um, uh, vehicle for people also. I, it's been, and it hit at the right time. I yeah. mean, everybody's stuck in the house with lots of time in their hands. So. Yeah. I know people that are paying the, the way overpriced uh, markup for the Switch right now because, like, you can't get it anywhere. And uh, people are buying it for six hundred bucks on Amazon or whatever they're marking it up for. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we got another news topic, uh, Don. This one is yours. All right. Just last month, Sony Sony finally unveiled the PS5 console design. Beautiful, by the way. Just really like it. Depending upon whom you ask, it might be one of the best looking console designs we've ever seen, or one of the worst. If you're not a fan of the PS5 white covers, it seems those will be swappable in the future. So uh, there was a, a reported picture. Picture looks legit. Um, that there was a stack of side covers that go on the PS5 sitting on the desk. The, the, that looks legit <laughs> to me. Yeah. But let's be like... Unless they got like so, this is kind of the same thing I have with um, like controllers. Um, I I don't I, yeah, I no. maybe get some different color controllers just to know the differences, but I think yeah, that now, me personally, I don't care. I don't care. I kind of like the white or white. I I thought it was I mean, cool. Mine's white now, so yeah, mine is care. black. Uh, I'm room. always shocked that my Xbox One S stay clean in white. Yours is immaculate. Yeah, I got I got my. yours sitting over here. It's yeah. it's immaculate. My PlayStation yeah. and, still and white. It, it's never it's changed color. And I don't know what I don't know what they did to the finish. I even but... have a white controller, the original white controller that came. Ooh, with and it those get me. yellow and gross. Mine's not. I think looks, traded mine in with the white controller, and I don't know what happened to that controller. But okay, so let's. Or did say I that, give you the white controller with it? I got the white controller. Yeah. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely put a lot of ketchup on my hands and used the controller after a little while, so just it might be a little stained. I'm just gonna send you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> so you but, stain it, you buy it. Let's play hypothetical for a second. Let's say that they came out with some kind of badass like skin for for these playstations like a god of war and special see, edition who has, to, who has to apply the skin no well, they come out with a panel that's got like the the artwork silk screened on yeah it's it's a it's a panel so so you can literally oh, remove so again if yeah, you're looking cool. here at the pictures on twitch they they look like removable panels like with some slots that you know you just simply oh, have yeah. to pinch and pop up I think that's kind of cool. I don't think I would go out of my way. I, I'm I'm legit trying to think of a situation. Maybe if they did like The Last of Us three or oh, uh, like I God, of for God of War, God of War for like you, God yeah, of God of War for sure, for sure. I would buy a division. Like if they did that, something similar for Xbox, I'd buy a Division one. I'd buy a Gears one. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I can see them doing that with special editions, like. Uh, yeah. Imagine the third party options you could get. Yeah. 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 So that's a modular um surprise to this PlayStation. Yeah, player. I was a little surprised. I, so. Now, are those weld points or are those spots that are gonna, you know I mean we'll see when the thing comes <laughs> we'll out. See. Um, yeah. 
I'll probably be an, a day one adopter of the PS5. Really? I, you know, I did all six hundred dollars. I probably didn't think so. I'm. I will not buy. I will probably buy the digital only one. Diddy, see, Diddy, Diddy has been telling lies for the I, last I four didn't months. Think so. I didn't think so. Diddy said he wasn't buying any more consoles. He was a stream-only player. And then that Stadia showed itself to be the POS that it really was. And now he's back <laughs> on hardware. The problem, and, and we've talked about this many times, the problem is the games. If you want to play those games, you got to you gotta have the heart. And mm -hmm. see, that's where I, I don't know. Just, Hey, I'm happy to be a Microsoft man. I will. Uh, I'm. Not, I, I still. I don't know. Am not positive that I'm buying the new Xbox on day one. No. Not not, not unless there is like. There's got to be a serious trade-in deal. Yeah. I, I still don't own an Xbox. So what? I still don't. Know. I, See, I, still I feel have like an you Xbox. still own an Xbox. I have the version before still. You should you should have like spent like gotten some money and bought that S. You could have bought an S and been in the ecosystem cheap. But I mean, you bought a digital only X at Black Friday for under two fifty. I have a PC the X and I'm in the ecosystem. You said an X under two fifty, the digital only. I thought I think so. Somebody was selling that thing for under two fifty. I think somebody cow, had it on Black Friday. Digital only. Like yeah. yeah, wow, it was a ridiculous a deal. deal. I would have done that if I knew it. Yeah. yeah, I thought about it and then just said, eh, what do I need an Xbox for? I own a PC. Yeah, because listen, if I find a way to get this 32 and this 43 mounted or like on my desk at the same time, I might need that S back. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you need it. I, I've been finding that all those games I can play on my PC just to, to Diddy's point. Yeah. But that's, again... It goes right back to the platform thing. That's why Microsoft right. is setting themselves up for the future, whereas I PlayStation... I don't <clears throat> think they care if they win this console war. Who? Or I should say, I don't think they care, Microsoft, I don't think they care if they win this, this console battle. Because I think... Yeah, they'll win the war. They think they've they're going to win the yes, war. Yes, absolutely. And, and I all and the other things that go Listen, they are yeah. winning they are winning the war right now and people just But they're not. But they are. Absolutely not. Well, they so, so they are. You know why they're winning the war? Why? Cuz cuz of the game pass and that game pass ultimate. They are. They 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 are winning like it they haven't won a battle yet. But they're winning They a haven't war. won a Here, battle here's, yet. Here's here's where, won a battle where yet. you'll know. Here's when you'll know that that Microsoft won, when one of the big AAA IPs from Sony goes to Microsoft and is available on Game Pass or something. Well, so when it's it, released, that's the, when you'll know. The problem with that, and this is the thing that I, why I I wonder about Sony. Sony does a good job of buying the studios like if there's a third party studio that's making a a PlayStation only game eventually they buy the studio microsoft does it microsoft but has started microsoft's doing that it's going to come in yeah. it's going to come in with more money than sony can come up with and yeah take one yeah, of those I, away and that, then that's an accurate statement i mean i think somewhere in some dark corner in washington there's a conversation that's just like, eventually they're going to run out of money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Here, here's a funny thing. Like, how is Sony surviving with no movie money? Right? Like, I don't know how they're surviving, period. Money. Like, they lose... If, if they're not losing money on, on video games, like, I... They're they're not making like high margins. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I don't, don't know, know I don't know how they're making any money. I honestly I don't know how Sony's making money. If if Microsoft can manage to beat them by a hundred bucks on console price, I it's gonna be a problem. 
I, it costs a couple of hundred million dollars to make a game nowadays. Yeah, and we know they're losing money on the on the hardware. So I don't know how but they're it's, making money it, it's, at all. It's the the service, the the Game Pass, the subscriptions that go along with it. I, I think that eventually, when they do this Project X Cloud, they have their platform again. They're, they're going to win. I, I fully believe that they're going to win the war. But but where I believe Sony is winning the battles right now is their just killer lineup of these like IPs that are oh, the these games, these yeah. exclusives that are like one after another after another. Like you look at the lineup coming up for the launch of of the PS5, and then you look at what they just did with The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, you look at Ghost of Tsushima, the Uncharted series. Um, but you know the problem is is they Final Fantasy Seven. They have to pay for these game. They pay for these expensive games, and they're only able to sell them to let's say fifty five percent of the market. Sixty. I'll give them sixty. Let's say it's sixty percent of the market is the is who they can sell them to. And that assumes that each one of those people buys every one of those games. Yeah. And so, like, yes, they hit you with AAA blockbuster after AAA blockbuster, but the number of units that they have that they have to sell, yeah, to recoup. But also, but but also, don't forget, if if people buy, The Last of Us Part Two. No, no, not The Last of Us. Sorry, that's a bad example. Um. Let's say let's say Spider Man, Insomniac. Yeah. So so they've become you know PlayStation uh, studio. I'm I'm almost ninety nine percent sure of that statement. Sony okay. gets gets a cut of that. Sony gets a, a every bit you know of it's actually more revenue, and that's why these these uh, publishers are getting bought left and right. Um. So These game developers many, are getting bought all the time. So, all right. So, the first Spider-Man game, they said, sold 13 million units globally. Mm-hmm. The la- yeah. How many? How much? How many units of Last of Us Part Two were sold? 500 billion. How many units? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just excited. How I mean, many? They're saying units? here it costs 100 million. A hundred million to make, which isn't as much as I thought. Uh, sold over four million copies in its first three days, so it's been more than that. What? Which one? The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. In the first so three days, let's say that it sold ten million at sixty bucks a game. It's it's over at- seventeen million at this point. I think is what it says. Oh no, that's that's How the much? first one. Um. It's over 15 million. Let's just say it's around 15 million. 15? Yeah. I mean, if they were only at four on June 21st, do you think they sold 11 more copies in a month? I, so so what I'm what I'm saying, I, I'm just no no, I'm I'm putting this in perspective of the of the uh oh I gotta shift that for the listeners or the viewers on Twitch. I accidentally had G I had Tim highlighted the whole time there for a second. Um, hey, people. The, the, no, no, what I'm saying is if we were to follow the same trend of the first one, which was 17 million, it, it, let's just say that they that they reach 15 million. What does that look like for them? Depends on how much money they... Well, and listen, let's keep in mind, that wasn't a cheap game to make. They had to pay... They paid expensive voices. Oh, it's more than voices. The the actual they do physical work too oh okay so yeah, yeah i'm just saying like they they yeah. paid names to play oh i know shows. laura bailey yeah, was yeah good so this estimate was 100 million to make last of us part two they sold four million on four million copies on the first day they made their money back yeah plus some yeah so yeah, I, I think keep all of that but but now, they don't get all of that 60 dollars. i don't know how no. much of that they get but it's still two hundred forty million. Even and I wonder, does, of it, they made their does money that back. number for production include advertising and promotion, 
or is that just the cost to no, make it? Just the cost to make it. Yeah, I mean, because movies run into this issue all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think what the, what do they say is the rap? It's like one and a half is like the rap on a movie. So to figure out the actual cost of a movie, it's one and a half times the cost so that you wrap in promotion. It could be. Uh, I, I have no idea how that works. Uh, that, that, that sounds right to me. I mean, e- either way, like I, uh, at the, at the end of the day, I will be using both platforms <laughs> buying all the games that come with them that interest me and that I want to play. And I, and I firmly believe that we will see Microsoft win this unless, and and I think that unless, and I've said this from the start, unless Sony starts innovating in how they deliver on a platform similar to what Microsoft is doing, you know, they, they won't money, come out of that. You know how much money but, it would cost them to build that infrastructure. We're, we're riding that wave. We're riding the wave. That's what's I mean, happening. This is this is, I think, the the blessing that Xbox has is that if, if Microsoft would never have built this X Cloud system just for game, right? Like the well, reason they did because they can sell it, the reason but, they have it is because they can sell it to business. But they, they so, but they've they've had it way before X Cloud was even a thing. It's yeah, called Microsoft just, Azure. They've right, been having him right. out yeah. of their business. So the expectation that a company like Sony yeah. is going to build that infrastructure, if they get that infrastructure, it's going to be because they bought it from somebody else. They will have to partner with Google or Amazon to, to get that infrastructure. Yeah, and, and real quick, because this is actually a really good segue into the next little piece. So let, let's do a quick full stream ahead. Uh, did he want to take it? Wait, or Tim? Who is it? No, it's me. Tim, go ahead. Yeah, go I ahead. Released the statement this week. We're committed to putting players first. As part of that commitment, we're happy to announce that X-Pass, uh, X-Pass, Xbox Game Pass, and Project X Cloud are coming together at no additional cost, starting in September. Nail in the Ooh, fucking did coffin. We, did we call it? We called it. Fifteen dollars. $15 bucks a month and you get Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game, uh, and the uh, Project X Cloud. That's just it's killer. And, and what I am confident in is that they are not losing money on this. No, because they already have the infrastructure in place. It's but offset by stuff's been around forever. Yeah, it's offset by all the business that they get through through um, through Azure for sure. That, to me, was like the nail in the coffin. I'm going to put this in chat for folks to see the here's, article. Here's what I think is the most important part of this announcement. You won't be forced into getting the next generation. We want every Xbox player to play all the new games from Xbox Game Studios. And so they just took every person that owns a PC... And yank them directly. Any PC it doesn't even have to be a high end one. They can play the games, nope. have an RTX card or anything else. They just took them all and yanked them right into their ecosystem. Also, just everybody. It took them. I feel like twenty years to do this. It, the Xbox Family Settings app. I needed this like seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, this is. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is this is Microsoft saying, "Hey, we're coming for your kids." Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, listen, you Sony, you can have these older folks who are buying their own systems, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna come for families. Okay, boomer. <laughs> no, I'm, I, that's what they're doing. That's oh, what they're doing. Is, they're, is... they're telling parents, like, listen, you don't have to be afraid to buy your kids this console. We're going to give you the tools to make sure they don't play anything that they're not supposed to. Well, I, I I think though this ultimately reaffirms it. It's they've they will win the console war. Like that's ultimately what it comes down to, and that is the nail in the coffin. Games on my iPad Pro, like I could take my 13 inch screen with me and play. Yeah, it's badass. I could just I can just I can sit 
in on the couch with my controller and just play, just stream something over my it's, gigabit internet connection. It's like if if it made it work. Google would have approached it the same way where you have games along with that thing, Stadia would have been better. More can games you, than the what you had, you know. Can you imagine if Microsoft had put Phil Spencer in charge at the beginning of the last generation? Like if he had been in oh, charge when yeah. Xbox One dropped, where they could be? It'd be disgusting. Yeah. Like I don't even remember what that idiot's name is. This that, is this is Microsoft not this is Microsoft conceding this console war, this current one that's coming up. Oh yeah. I mean, oh well they months. yeah. I feel say, like they needed that thing a minute ago. To oh, say, a while ago. We're going to dominate the gaming industry for the next 30 years. What was the last huge title that came out? For me, I think it was Gears of War. Gears 5, right? Yeah. Hey, how much money do you think it would cost them to buy Steam? Microsoft? Yeah, if they just wanted to buy Valve. I don't know it if would be in the- that much money. It would you be in the billions. I don't know if they even. I don't know if even Microsoft has that much money. Is Valve worth that much? I don't know, yeah. man. I, I have no idea. They're a publicly traded company, though, right? Or are they private? Valve's net worth three billion. Ooh. Yeah. Now, does Microsoft have that kind of money? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. they're not going to do that. But they're not going to drop it to buy. Hey, did you see that Gabe uh, Newell said that the Xbox, the new Xbox is the better, the better system? Yeah. Okay, look at that face. <laughs> look at his face. He is so proud. No, no, no. That, no, no. That wasn't what I was thinking about. What I'm thinking about is what if they form a partnership with, with Steam? Like if they figure well, out some sort of way. So, but here, here's what I think might happen. They both Washington. Sony far from each other. Sony may partner up with somebody, whether it's Nvidia. I at this point, I would think yeah. it would be Nvidia, and I still want to see, I still want to see Sony products on Microsoft's do, uh, platform. You know, do do your um, what's the Sony PlayStation Plus. Do yeah. PlayStation Plus, and you get GeForce Now Pro for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Audi says in, in chat says uh, this is competing more with Nintendo than Sony, and I'm curious of that comment. I actually I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, no, 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 no. Kind of right. Yeah, it, it would be Xbox though because you, you can now stream your games to your phones and your tablets. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In that so, in that case, absolutely, Audi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking so, about more on the console uh war level, but yeah. every device you buy. Right. You know, and, see, and see and see that's the family, it, the family stuff, yeah. This lets Microsoft get everybody. All of it together, you know, mm-hmm. they get the console stuff, they get the mobile stuff, they get the, you know, PC people in this is a big deal. They, they've That's been cool. positioning this for a while, and and that hammer dropped this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to continue to uh, yeah. We're going to continue to follow that story and all the other ones that you heard today uh, on this show. So make sure that you are keeping up. Uh, we have a game to review. Let's jump into yes, it. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. I'm Let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. It's not Ghost of Tsushima. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable when you say it that way. It's Ghost of Tsushima. This uh, is such a great way to cap off a wonderful um, experience with my PlayStation 4. So the uh, the Ghost of Tsushima is um, a story about Jin Sakai, who is... Uh, one of the the final samurai of uh, Tsushima who are being invaded by uh, the the Mongols, and ultimately what you're doing is it's it's uh, it's an action game fighting against the Mongols and and uh, and trying to push them back. Feels very much in that Far Cry sort of sort of zone where you're trying to um, fight an evil 
like like an evil empire and then you know you encounter other enemies along the way and then you make friends and then they end up being bad guys and there there's a lot of cool stuff happening there the coolest thing about this is that the whole thing plays out very much like kurosawa film like it it is you can literally play it in black and white by the way which is Hmm. super cool at the very beginning you choose your your experience do you want it in english do you want it in Japanese with subtitles or do you want it in Kurosawa and it's all black and white and it's super cool. Uh, so I think Kurosawa, that is that the guy that did seven Samurai's Kurosawa. Is that the same? Right? Yeah, same I think so. Yeah. 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 Criterion. Um, so, so it, it, uh, so, so yeah, super epic and, and Samurai in that way. Here's, uh, in my opinion, I think the game shines mostly in its combat. The The combat is very reminiscent of games like like Assassin's Creed, like before. Well, I, I'd say some of the newer Assassin's Creed mixed with some of the old. Um, and I think that the the combat system really, really shines uh, in, in this game when you're in situations where especially you jump into the combat like sword first man i think that and and diddy this is where i think of you a lot diddy is one of the players who likes to just jump in fucking guns blazing he doesn't like the assassin thing you can certainly do the assassin thing if you want you don't have to this but uh there's a time and a place i guess and it's not always the time and the place to do that so I think it's really cool, and there's actual uh, th- there's guilt that the guy feels about doing the assassin sort of approach because it's not honorable to <laughs> to assassinate people, and it, and it's kind of fun seeing that seeing the character go through that. I don't want to give away too much of the story. I'm going to really highlight a majority of just kind of the gameplay pieces. Um, so I, I think that what you'll see in this. Uh, in this game, just from a, a gameplay piece. Oh, Travis in a in chat wants to hear some of the sound. Let's see if we can you can hear some of the music there. Uh, some of the the actual uh, story itself. It, it's worth playing the game to kind of experience that because it's a special special story. Uh, I think that this is a wonderful example of the the storytelling that you get from a lot of these games um, that PlayStation's putting out. I think that. Uh, one of the areas that I actually disagree with a bit on the uh, with, with some of the others uh, on this game, why people love this game, surprisingly, the visuals. I'm not going to say. Uh, so first of all, I want to acknowledge this is this is some of the best environmental graphics I've ever seen in a game. Um, it's incredible. Where I have some issue are some of the texturing. There's some areas where, and this is kind of where it goes back to, there were some similar issues with um, with Final Fantasy VII. It felt like some of the texturing was rushed. Um, some of the, sometimes like you see certain models of, of some of the NPCs and like some of the faces are a little weird. I don't know. There was some of that that kind of took away from, look at the majesty of the environment around me. Now look at this guy. <laughs> it just kind of took it away for a second. That said, it this is also coming from the guy who just got done playing The Last of Us Part Two. So I, I was soup. I was used to like super hyper realistic um, kind of faces and such. I'm going to skip ahead if you're watching live on on Twitch uh, to some of the the combat. And I, I think that in general. It, it was, you know, I, I think that this this game really is a special one to end kind of PlayStation 4's, um, you know, reign this time around, if you will. I think that it, 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 it's a great example of their storytelling ability, their gameplay and combat ability in action RPGs like this. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend people playing this game i think this is going to be one of the top mentions of hey remember great titles from playstation 4 yep ghost of of tsushima and this is going to be one of those games that's high up on that list so highly highly recommend it um yeah 
That's, that's all I have to say about it. Because I again, I don't want to go into this story too much. Um, it it, oh. it is a special story to experience for yourself. But I will say this, and and in fact, we talk a lot about open world games on this show and how they're perhaps not uh, like as approachable for for folks like us, right? Like. We're a bunch of people, you know, with families and work and, and, and trying to balance life. And, oh, we happen to love video games. Uh, and open world games are scary because look at all this stuff I have to do. I can't, I can't possibly do all this. Well, guess what I am doing in this game? Every fucking thing that I can um, because it's truly rewarding. I'm actually having a blast with all of the different uh, side quests that you can do because the, the story is just rewarding. It's very rewarding. Um, highly, highly recommend this to anybody who enjoys these sort of games. Um, and in fact, if you're looking for just a, a, a good story, uh, you can choose the easy setting and it's very approachable. Uh, so Don, thinking of you, because I know you don't like games like Batman and some of those because of the twitchiness this game could have some of that, but even with like the easy setting, you coast through it. So that, that that's enough of me uh, spewing my, my love and admiration of this game. Uh, but it's a special one. And, and I want you guys to feel that too. Any questions? So one of the criticisms of uh, uh, Sekiro was that it was exceptionally difficult. Yeah, it was following the same vein as Bloodborne and Dark Souls and some of that. Have you found that with this game? Not at all. So Not at all. For the casual player, it would be approachable? Absolutely. More more than approachable. You choose that easy setting, uh, which is what I did. You know, like I still... It, it, it plays a lot like an Assassin's Creed game um, or uh, or an Uncharted or tomb raider or whatever you like to play um so uh so yeah and thanks again to tv's travis for the raid appreciate that uh while i was in the middle of that tirade appreciate you um so uh guys that's gonna be a show why don't we clap it out All right, friends. Well, thank you very much to everybody who is live with us uh, over at twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu. If you enjoy uh, listening to the show on the podcast, join us live 8 p.m. Eastern on every single Monday. Head over to joystickandmouse.com. Make sure you're subscribed. And while you're there, you can see all the different ways to uh, to to contact us. That's always, a, that's always a good way to do that, including our email address, joystickandmouse at gmail.com. So uh, from me and from the guys... We hope you enjoyed today's show, and we'll see you next time. Diddy? See you later, folks. Jay Dimes? Take it easy, folks. Be safe. Toodles, everybody. Take care. If you like this show, check out more great content at IncastMediaNetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)